Welcome back, leading women. We're going pretty deep for this episode. And not only that, but I'm actually talking about something that is so foundational for me that I often struggle to put it into words because I sometimes feel like words cheapen it. Like talking about it just makes it not as rich or deep or real. It sounds like a great idea for a podcast, right? Well, actually, yes, because it's something that if I didn't have, I wouldn't be me. And I suspect without it, you wouldn't be the leader you are either. Yes, that's right. Today's episode is about spiritual well-being. We've talked about physical well-being, career well-being, social well-being, financial well-being, but we haven't yet touched on spiritual well-being. So today's the day. But first, in case you're new here, let me introduce myself. Are you feeling stuck in your leadership or life? Like each day is a repeat of the one before it? Is your health and well-being suffering as a result? Or maybe you're feeling like you finally have the opportunity to make the impact that you've been longing for, but want to make sure you're honing your leadership skills and focusing on your well-being so that this high will last. Either way, I'm here for you. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder with over 20 years experience developing others toward their full potential. At Moms That Lead, we know that leadership is not about position and that moms have a unique ability to lead and inspire others in all of their circles. We're here to help you thrive so that you can make the impact you long for in your workplace, community, and family. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. All right, so in doing research for this, I found a lot of definitions. Spiritual well-being is your connection to your purpose, your why. Some say it's the quality of your connection of your inner self to the outer world. For me, I kind of see it like my home, my core, hence the name of the episode. For me, it's what I have when everything else falls away, the thread that runs through the decisions I make and the way that I see the world. In other words, what grounds me and what enables me to be a leader. Is it the same for you? Well, even if you don't think it's the same, let's talk about why it may be important to look at and focus on your spiritual well-being as a leader. First of all, it does help you to stay grounded, to weather whatever storms life throws at you if you have this core in place and are focused on your spiritual well-being. Second, it helps to increase motivation. If you see a connection between your purpose and the outer world, that definitely helps you to stay motivated in doing those day-to-day tasks that are connected to that purpose. And lastly, and even most importantly, if you think about your followers, whether that be a work team or a volunteer committee in your community, or even your kids, they have needs. If you had to think about your followers' greatest one to two needs, what would they be? What helps them to feel safe and fulfilled and secure? Take a minute and jot down some thoughts. How might you being a more grounded leader who has a strong sense of how her core connects to the outer world, in other words, a spiritually well leader, how might that help you to better meet those needs? In their book, Strengths-Based Leadership, Tom Rath and Gary Conchi identify the four needs of followers based on research. See if any of these match up with what you wrote down. They say the four primary needs are trust, 
compassion, stability, and hope. Now, if we look into those, I think it's pretty clear that being a grounded leader or a spiritually well leader can help us to meet those needs. First, trust. It's easier to be more honest, to be clear, and to help people trust you when you yourself are grounded and it's predictable, in a sense, what decisions you're going to make. Second, of course, if you are a spiritually well leader, you're going to have compassion and you're going to create an environment of compassion. Stability? Yes, we already talked about. If you are grounded and you know what your core is and you're spiritually well, you're going to be able to create more stability, help people to feel safe, like they can talk to you when they're having struggles. They believe that you are communicating as much information that you can, even in an ever-changing situation. Even if things are going crazy, they know that you've got their back and they know that they can count on you. And finally, hope. Yes, usually if you are grounded, if you feel that your purpose is connected to the outer world and you're confident in what that is, you're going to have hope for the future. And you having that hope for the future helps those that follow you to have that hope as well. So beyond the benefits that come to you when you focus on your spiritual well-being, you also are better meeting the needs of your followers, enabling them to be their best. And isn't that what we all want to do as leaders? So where do we start in our efforts to thrive in terms of spiritual well-being? Well, to be honest, it's going to be a very individualized journey for each of you. But I'll share what it is for me. And then also share a couple of simple practices that might help you to get started on working toward thriving in your spiritual well-being. Okay, so my personal journey. One of my favorite spiritual masters, Henry Nouwen, talked and wrote often about the quest to find our core identity as the beloved of God. And I'd say that is my greatest goal when I think about my spiritual well-being, to see myself and others as the beloved of an all-powerful God. Now, it's so easy to say, and people say it all the time, and just like I talked about, I hate that words seem to cheapen really important ideas and concepts. I almost hate to say this on this podcast, but I encourage you to really sit with this and think about it. Because I know when I do that, I am definitely not there yet in terms of believing that and finding my core identity as the beloved of God. I don't really believe that God loves me more than a wife loves her husband or a mom loves her children. Yes, I've read it and I can say it, but if I look back on my emotions, I know that I am not there yet. And I'd also say that there are probably many other people who are not quite there yet. Because if we all understood that as our core identity— With that knowledge comes a tremendous amount of security, and it would do so much to abolish the fear and the resulting separation, shaming, and hate of our day. Instead of finding our core identity as the beloved of God, Henry talks about how we find our identity as one of three things. First, what we do. I'm a podcaster. I'm a coach. I'm a parent. But when we find our identity in what we do or what we accomplish— That causes us to get depressed when we fail. Another way that we sometimes find our identity instead of finding our identity as the beloved of God is that we find it in what others say about us. 
I know that I am really guilty of that and that I've seen both the highs and lows that can come from that. Finally, we might find our identity in what we have. I have my family, my health, my house. But as soon as we lose any of that, we're lost. When we choose any of these three, we're on a roller coaster through life with lots of ups and downs. And when we're in the lows, that's when fear, jealousy, anxiety, tribalism can more easily take hold because we don't feel like we belong anywhere. And we do anything we can to get that feeling of positive identity and belonging back. So for my spiritual well-being, I'm focused on habits of prayer and meditating on scripture and working with a spiritual director to help get closer to that belief that I am the beloved of God. So what does thriving spiritually look like for you? How can you find your leadership core or connect yourself to the larger world? In other words, how can you find your place in this world? Here are some steps you can start with. First, we've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but go way back to episode four and do some of that work to really identify your strengths, your values, and your passion, or as we called it in that episode, your purpose. Second, once you have a better sense of your purpose, that helps you to connect everything that's going on inside with everything that's going on in the outer world. And just like we talked about, that is how you can ground yourself as a leader. Second, think of something that you like to do that is of service to others. Do you have something in your mind? The next step is to ask why as many times as it takes to get down to the core belief that is behind why you're so passionate about doing that task. So for example, I obviously like to do service through our nonprofit Stronger to Serve. But why do I like to do that? Well, I like to help others. Why do I like to help others? Well, I don't feel like people should be in pain if I'm living comfortably. Why don't I feel like people should be in pain? Because I believe that each person has value and has something to contribute. And I want to do everything that I can to make sure that they are able to contribute that to their communities. I know if you've listened to my recent episodes, you know that's my personal mission and my personal why. So try out that exercise and see if that works for you. I hope you'll spend some time this week to think about your spiritual well-being. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your questions. You know, you can always get in touch with me via email at terry, T-E-R-I, at momsatlead.com. We have lots of interesting, entertaining, and informative interviews coming up as we get ready to wrap up Season 2 of Moms That Lead. Next week, we'll be talking about financial well-being, focusing on the unique financial issues and concerns that women must confront, and best practices for doing so. We'll also hear from a registered dietitian nutritionist about nutrition for busy women. And a fan favorite will be back, Sarah Odlin from Doing Good Together. She'll be talking about community well-being. I hope you have a wonderful week. As always, until next time, lead with love.